This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction in Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Lucia. And this is our 171st episode of Talk Direction. And as we teased last time, we have a special guest on the show today. Welcome, Sophia. Hi. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Um, This is so exciting because, um, I mean, I met Sophia, I don't know when it was, which well, I mean, um, we'd, we'd spoken because I listened to the podcast. I think we met, when did we first meet? I, I want to say it was Harry round one. No, we'd met way before then. Oh. Um, no, I think we met in person for the first time at Niall's show in Brixton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, so I then, think. yeah, wait. <laughs> we, we we knew each other already yeah but like i think that was the first <clears throat> official in-person meeting okay yeah because i went in and i was all alone in the middle of the crowd and it was kind of weird and you were with steph and we were, and you were like we're dancing in the back come find us yeah so <laughs> okay yeah that's when i met like a lot of people for the first time i think yeah i wish yeah. i was there yeah that was fun yeah because i was time. like I was up near the front and I was like, hell no, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I am moving back. Yeah, I was suffocating in the middle. I was like, nope. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Not today. Oh, yeah, no, it was not great. And then we danced all in the back. That was really fun. We did. Um, but yeah, then we ended up doing like the Louis X Factor audition thing together. Yep. We got to witness me having a meltdown when I was in the room with him for the first time ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so tragic I just he walks in the room I just start crying (laughs) yeah I mean I feel like everyone was like that it was just a lot of emotions in it was a lot of emotions for sure um and we went to a Harry show together yeah um you stayed at mine yeah I I slept over yours we had lots of long walks back from the we did bus stop where we just talked about One Direction the whole time it's pretty great Um, But yeah, so today we're recording in three different time zones. Um, It's almost 10 a.m., 10 a.m. where I am, almost 7 (laughs) a.m. where Lucia is, (laughs) and 3 p.m. where you are, Sophia? Yep, 3 p.m. So we're really spreading across the globe today. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Lucia had to wake up quite early. How are you doing? Are you tired? I'm very tired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I was, I tried, I set my alarm for super early, but I had told Caitlin ahead of time to call me to wake me up because I didn't trust that I would wake up. Um, So she did call me at like six and was like, are you awake? And I was like, (laughs) yeah, I texted you and waited a little bit and I did not get a response. And I was like, all right, I am phoning her. (laughs) I didn't go to sleep until like 2 a.m. because I was, I had a very emotional day yesterday and then I went to my brother's house and then I got home late and then... When I did finally wake up this morning, my power was out, <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go out into the dark and fiddle with my fuse box. Oh, wow. Um, but I'm here. 
I'm glad you're here. Um, yeah, I'm impressed you're here. <laughs> yeah, I know. I would not have been able to do this at that time. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm glad we're all here together. I yes. forgot to mention, um, Sophia, sometimes my computer makes a really scary oh. noise. Okay. And we had solved it for a couple episodes, but now it's back again. So if something happens where a loud, like, terrifying gremlin noise happens, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, just, like, wait it out and Lucia will tell me and then I'll edit it out later. But I don't want you to be scared or think something like, I mean, you might be scared, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll try and not scream. We call it okay. the we call it the Wendy ghost. Yeah. Okay. And Caitlin can never hear it, which is no. That's kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's super weird. Like it's your computer. How are you not hearing that? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like if I if I set. My, one mo- microphone setting to this thing I either like the sound goes up and down but if I set it to the other thing then the gremlin comes so it's like okay. which bad thing do you want <laughs> mm. um and so the gremlin apparently is the better one I kind of, of like editing. it <laughs> you kind of like it okay <laughs> I've grown accustomed to it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah just heads up on that um, okay <gasps> Uh, so if no one or anyone or whatever have you guessed yet that today this is going to be a very Louis focused episode. Two of us came out yesterday and we're recording Ooh. on Friday, so the day after the release. Um, but obviously this episode won't come out for a couple days. Um, but before we get into all that, we just want to remind everyone that we do have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talkdirection, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, where we have a whole bunch of bonus content, um, namely Talk Direction Down Low or TDDL, which is just kind of an extra half hour of podcast content where after every show we record for another half hour and that goes up on the Patreon and we have hours and hours and hours of TDDL episodes. Um on the last episode, we talked about Louis' songwriting and which songs he wrote in One Direction um, and some of the unreleased songs that he's written that might appear on his next album. And then today, we're just going to be talking more about Louis, about his promo, what this summer is going to look like, um, what we want the Two of Us music video to be, is he actually going to tour, um, and what 1D songs we'd want to hear on his tour and his album. Um, so if you want all that, go to patreon.com slash talk direction uh, to get all that content. Um, as I said, this episode is going to be Louis focused. Now, there is so much that has happened in the past like couple days related to Louis, and there's no way we can cover it in under two hours. Um, so we are just going to be saying like, yes, we're going to get to all the promo stuff, but it might not be all on this episode because I'm sure we have tons of Louis episodes coming up um, that we're excited and we just kind of need to spread things out and not try to cram everything into one episode. So we're going to just try to focus more on two of us today um, and then all the other stuff as it comes in. There's just so many interviews that are happening. So it's a lot um, to process. Um, But we're going to start out with Sophia and like introducing them. They actually met Louie and interviewed him for the line of best fit. So I guess I just wanted to ask you how that was, how, and like introduce yourself to like the guests about when you got into the fandom and that type of stuff. Okay. Um, hi again. Uh, I got into the fandom 
basically day zero. I remember Liam's first X Factor audition and all of that. Wait, really? Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I really loved him. And so when he came back, I was super excited. And then obviously he got into the band. Um, I'd also watched Harry and Niall's auditions. Um, and then it all just, it all just fell into place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's amazing we are, that you were eight there. And a half for years so later. Long. Yeah. And still own my life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you want. Um I um I don't know, me. I'm extremely <laughs> enthusiastic about Louie, like excessively so. It gets probably really annoying for most people. Like like Caitlin will probably remember. We was the beginning of Harry's like second tour. We come we're coming home from the first night of that. And I'm talking about how I, I was, like, crying when the curtain went up because I was thinking about when it would be Louis's turn. Yeah, oh, I remember that. I nearly missed my train to get my flight to Berlin to see Niall because he tweeted twice in a row and I lost my mind. Uh, like, <laughs> everything. It's terrible. <laughs> but that's amazing. Um, I love that you love him so much. It's amazing. I mean, I, that's kind of, like, what we are, like, with Harry. At least me. Yeah. I'm just like, what? You are. <laughs> Um, I mean, I can be like that with Harry too, but yeah, he <laughs> sort of <laughs> seems to take take priority. Yeah. Well, that's amazing, and you got the chance to interview him. So yeah. how did that happen? <laughs> I mean, that I know happened... you're. I mean, it happened off of your skill and everything, and you've worked that hard for it. But also, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a bit strange because I haven't written. I didn't write that much last year because it was just a weird year in my life. Um, but I joined the website um, and I it was funny because I'd come home from the X Factor final on the Sunday and I was kind of sad that it was over, even though I kind of don't really like the X Factor. I enjoyed that time uh, because we got Louis content every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was a bit sad because I'd seen so many people meet him across that time and I was like you know what it's just never gonna happen I'm gonna have to get over that less than 24 hours later there's an email in my inbox subject line Louis Tomlinson <laughs> and all it says is anyone around on Wednesday in London for a couple of hours oh my god that's to so speak stressful. to Louis Tomlinson from 1D and I was like um <laughs> yes how fast did you no. write that reply <laughs> well it was terrible because I didn't see that email until like oh, six god. o'clock and it was it was sent at like four. So I was thinking, oh no, Edis has gone home. I won't know until tomorrow. And you know, he's probably already chosen someone because it's been two hours. He emails me in the morning and he's like, someone else has already taken this, but they're not sure if they can go. I'll let you know by four o'clock. So I'm thinking, okay, like, that's fine. I can go about my day and do human things for the next, you know, six hours. It's fine. Not like I feel like my life depends on this moment. Um, <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. Oh, it was so I was stressful. losing my mind. <laughs> and I, tr- I didn't really want to tell anyone because I was like, well, like, I'm probably not supposed to. And also if it falls through, like, I just, I, I want to deal with that disappointment on my own without anyone going, oh, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and then I got the email. He was like, you're all good. And I was still thinking, this is, this has got to be some kind of joke. You all know that, like, I'm a One Direction fan because that's most of the pieces that I've written so far for the site. Um, but then he CCs me into an email with Louis PR guy who I know of because he's been with them, that he was with the band from the beginning. So I'm like, okay, 
this is really real. Uh, and then I got to the studio the next day and I was still thinking something's going to go wrong. Something has to go wrong. Like this, this can't be happening. Um, and I was super early as well, but which is not usual for me, but I was like, I have to be. Uh, and then yeah. Louis being Louis was like super late. So I'm sat in the <laughs> studio for at least an hour, just like trying not to hyperventilate. Um, oh my God. I can't, I can't imagine that. <laughs> it's no. like something you can't, you just like, you're no, you know, he's coming and you're like, yeah. what, how am I supposed to function? Like it's going to happen. And then you just like start playing it out in your head and you're like, this is real. This is exactly. weird. And I think I felt I felt this weird sense of like I have had this image of this person in my head for over eight years now. I feel like I know him really well and the version of him I know is really important to me. And I had this moment of, oh God, I'm actually about to meet him and he might not be that person at all. Right. Um which is really terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um and, the, and there are so many things to think about. You're thinking, oh, but I have to be professional and serious in this situation and, like, not cry. And every time I've so much has been in the same room as him so far, I've cried, like, when he walked <laughs> in. So, and this is worse because he's going to walk in and be, like, right in front of my face. Like, I can't just, you know. <laughs> um, so that was interesting. Um, thankfully, he wasn't there when I listened to the song for the first time because that would have been too much yeah like his PR guy left the room as well I was like thank god uh because I I cried to that the first time um which I think regardless of the song content like I would have done anyway just because mm-hmm. I was so overwhelmed by the situation yeah um and then Louis arrives and I sort of stand up very abruptly and sort of look at him like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but he was lovely um and tried really hard to put me at ease. I think, like, he's a very chilled out person in general, but mm-hmm. I think he could sense my overly anxious being. Yeah. Uh, and, that, like, he was really sweet. Was the studio I was that. Anxious. <laughs> was the studio that you met him at um, the Line of Best Fit studio? No, like, the studio he's been recording at. Oh, wow. That's cool. That yeah. So cool that was really there. cool. Looking around and thinking, ah. Oh, all these songs that I'm going to hear soon one day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was very surreal. Wow. I I can't even just wrap my head around it. It seems so I still amazing. can't. <laughs> I think I wouldn't remember any of it if it weren't for the fact that I have most of it on recording because I needed to to write the interview. Um, yeah, Lucci and I were talking about that. We were like, if I had a recording of that, I would just listen to it every day. <laughs> I can't because I... I can hear how like nervous I was. Yeah. And oh also yeah. I don't like hearing my own voice, but also you can just hear me like tripping over my words a lot, um, and the pauses where I'm looking at my notes and being like, I can't read. Like what? This is too much for me. I was genuinely. I was looking at my my journal and I was like, I I don't know what any of this says. I wrote yeah. this last night, but I, like none of it's not that my handwriting's bad. I just don't. I I can't. Yeah. I can't make sense of anything right now. And I'm looking at him like, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's like, no, no, it's okay. It's chill. I'm chill. Relax, relax. I'm like, yeah, Aww. that's not helping. You being cute is not helping. Um, yeah. I mean, I, he was saying recently, like, he loves, like, people leaning on him and likes to be that support system, which I think we kind of already knew. Like, he's a yeah. big brother. He's got tons of younger sisters and younger brothers. So... I feel like 
I mean, as overwhelmed as you were, it's really great that he was just like so chill about it. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, he he's a very comforting person, and like yeah. he does feel familiar, and that is partly to do with you know eight years of my life being dedicated to the man, but also like just his demeanor. I think is very mm-hmm. familiar. Yeah, that's that's really nice. I know. I we I mean we have like little imaginations, imagines or whatever where we try to figure out what would happen if we met each of the boys and like what it would be like yeah um I feel like Niall would be super chill too I I don't know how I would be with Harry but (laughs) does anyone know how they'd be with Harry I I keep thinking I don't think I'd ever want it to actually happen because I just I don't know what I'd say what I'd do I don't know what he'd be like I don't think I can handle that yeah I mean you handled Louis though so props to you yeah and that that's got to be the ultimate test of can Sophia hold their yeah together in exactly. any situation. Exactly. Yeah, you're unstoppable now. Well, I mean, the jury's out on that one because I didn't exactly hold it together. I didn't try <laughs> in front of him, but I I still don't know that I held it together. Mm. <laughs> I didn't cry in front of him. That's the bar. That's that the... that, that was my goal. I was like, you can't cry in front of him. You can't. You just can't do that. Yeah. So, you know, I lasted an entire half an hour there. No tears. So I'm pretty wow. good with that. <laughs> the rest of it, iffy. But... Is that how long you were talking? <laughs> yeah, I think so. About then. Which wow. is so strange. Yeah. yeah. Like a whole like half an hour of just like concentrated conversation. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Very surreal. Were you in like, was the studio, was there like a, like a lounge or like a seating area? Or were you like... Yeah, so there was... They took me into a room, like, when I got there, by the sort of recording area. And there was a sofa. I was sat on the sofa until he came in and sat on the floor. I was like, well, I'm going to sit on the floor too then. (laughs) I think that was partly, like, the sofa's quite small. So he was probably thinking that's quite, like, close. Uh, But I think also he's the kind of person who sits on the floor. Yeah. In general. But that was cool. Like, it's funny because... the. Sofa would have been too intimate in like a closeness sense, but that like sitting on the floor felt more cozy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So you talked for a half hour. Was there like so much content that you wanted to put in your in your article, but just couldn't fit it in for like word count reasons? Or do you feel like you got a lot of the stuff that you wanted to say? I feel like the important things that we talked about went in. I could like I didn't have a word limit. You know, we do long reads, so it was kind of, you know, get it well over a thousand words, and then beyond that, it's up to you. So mm-hmm. I could have written more, but it was more how some of those extra bits would have fit in within the context of that piece. You know, you have to make it flow still. Um, right. I, I think there were also things that I would have, I wish I asked that I didn't. Um, yeah. Partly because I couldn't read all my notes, right. um, <laughs> so I was like, uh, "What, what, what makes sense to ask?" And some of the maybe more detailed things that I might have wanted to go into kind of got sidelined. Um, yeah. But I feel like, for the most part, what we talked about, the key things went into the piece. Yeah, that's good. I feel like talking for a half hour, I would just want to like stick it all in and just be like, here's, here's the entire transcript. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, when, when I wrote up the transcript, I was sort of like sectioning it out into things I wanted to put in and not all of that quite made it because I just wanted to quote 
ideally I'd just be like, this is exactly what he said here, 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 and here. No mm-hmm. other words necessary. Right. But that's not really my job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, how was it when you had to listen to the song? You listened to the song twice, but then like had multiple months where you weren't able to listen to the song again. What was that like? <laughs> like having yeah. knowing what the song was like, no one else knowing and having to wait. Well, that was that was a very bizarre three months especially because originally when I asked oh you know when will it be out uh, I was his PR guy said January and then Louis was like mm, maybe February and then it got oh. to February and and no one had told us when it would be yet oh, god come on I'm dying here um but then they told us when it would be I was like okay now I have a date I can I can I can relax yeah. but it was strange because people were speculating about it um <laughs> us <laughs> Yeah, but like, you get so you so many questions about like, oh, what what's the song about? What can you say? And I'm like, I really can't say anything that that's not really allowed. Um, but then you're getting people speculating specifics, and you're like, no, no, you want to just be like, no, no, it's not that, it's not that. Please, just like, let's not make it about that this time. Um, but I also understand where that comes from, and with no context, how are they not gonna make those? Uh, but it did start to get frustrating at, at times where I wanted to be like, you don't understand like yeah. how significant this song is. Please yeah. stop asking me if it's about this or that because those things just, I don't want that to be the focus at this time. But it's like, oh, no one knows that. So you can't get right. mad at them for not knowing. Yeah. We were trying to go off your tweets. What was it, Lucia, that you said that in their tweet? Oh, yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were, um, leaving a hint but apparently you weren't and I just like to read into things yeah. <laughs> when there was, there was a tweet that that Louis had written and then you replied and you you said something like uh like where you included always you yes yeah. oh that's you were just, just me being cheesy I know but I was like because always use the single everyone thought that I thought that that's a hint <laughs> yeah like I think it'll be on the album still, but I thought yeah. I thought that I was like, is it always? You did. That was what I was expecting when they yeah, said, and you get to hear the new song, yeah. And then and then his PR guy goes, oh, is that the song he was talking about for ages? I was like, he teased it to us, yeah. And he's like, no, it's not that. I'm like, okay. Really, the PR guy didn't know. <laughs> well, he I think he because it's just one of the many songs that I guess he's okay. heard or knows about. Yeah. So it maybe all rolls into one. Um. Um, so he was like, no, it's not that. And then he says, okay, it's called Two of Us. I was like, interesting. <laughs> and then and then he just goes silent. And then he goes, so it's about his mum. And I just sort of, I didn't really know what to say to that. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting that. One, I wasn't expecting that in that moment. But I also wasn't expecting it from the first album. I didn't think that that would necessarily be something he would be ready to approach. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm still quite impressed that he has, like, yeah it's quite a big topic to take on did you guys talk about always you at all uh well I'd mentioned to him later when we were talking about two of us that I had thought it was going to be that and he was like no no like that's a really good one I really like that one but it had to be this one yeah Mm. well Well, that all sounds amazing um it does I don't really remember it properly (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, I've... that sounds so cool. Oh, that happened to me. Right. Forgot about that part. 
it's all a blur <laughs> i wish i could have like video footage if i ever met any of them just like to have the whole thing so i could relive it i can remember nice. what he looked like that day that was you nice. can you said yeah yeah, I remember. Funny. I remember sitting on the floor with him, oh. just like at one point he like lay down on the floor. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like you're trying to do the whole "I'm chill, it's fine, breathe, relax" thing, but it's really not helpful. You just lying flat on the floor right next to me. <laughs> well, was that while you guys were talking? Yeah. <laughs> like okay, that's so funny because that's what I do it when I'm working with like really fearful dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, God. Um, well, I'm so glad you got that experience and that we've all, like, as a fandom, been able to sort of live vicariously through you. Yeah. Um, and had a fan doing the interviewing and asking, like, songwriting questions. So props to you. Thank you for Thank delivering you. that gift to us as a fandom. Um, now we are going to move on to Louis Watch 2019 slash pretty much just talking about what's happening now. It's no longer like a Louis Watch. It's like Louis happening. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> which is amazing. Um, so two of us was released yesterday. Um, I don't know when it was released for all of you. But for me, I woke up and the song was out. Uh, and I woke up at like 830 in the morning. Um, and the song was already out and I was like, okay, it's so weird because it's like, you're anticipating the song release so much. But then for me, when it's actually there in my hands, it's like, I like, can't get myself to just like, listen immediately. It's like, cause you've mm-hmm. built it up so much. You have to be like, okay, now I actually have to take the move and like press play. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I like waited like 10 minutes in bed like okay <laughs> um, and then eventually I just put my headphones on and like closed my eyes and listened um and it was so peaceful um and yeah I don't know I just immediately was like wow this is such a beautiful song I mean we kind of knew going into it what the song was going to be about um and so that wasn't like a surprise to me but just you know, hearing his emotions and his words and the music, it was just so exciting for the first time. And to like absorb that um, song and emotion was really amazing. Um, How did you listen to it? Let's start with you, Lucia. So I, um, it came out 5 a.m. my time because of (laughs) course it did. Um, And I was thinking originally that I would just like listen to it as soon as it came out like as soon as I woke up um but I woke up and then um like I have a roommate right now so we were kind of chatting and then I had like work to do um and then I was like okay I'm gonna listen to it like later and then I saw the um tweet that he was gonna be performing it live and that was gonna be at like 12 noon my time so I was like, oh, my God, okay, I have to listen to it before 12 noon. <laughs> but then I didn't really have time, and I didn't want to, like, rush it. So I kind of made the, like, random decision to just listen to it for the first time at the live performance, um, which I'm actually really glad I did because it was uh, an experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I had listened to the leaked clip before, so, like, I wasn't, like, completely uh, – 
shocked because I like had heard the like beginning. I think it's like the pre. It was the pre-chorus or something that the leak was. Uh. Um, but I was really not prepared, and I was like absolutely like sobbing. Uh, and then I was like three hours late for work because I literally could, like, couldn't leave my couch because <laughs> I was just crying. <laughs> yeah, I definitely started crying on my first couple listens. And then as I was listening throughout the day, every time I listened, I would start tearing up again. And I was like, yeah. this is going to be a problem. Like, just every time. It was really impactful. And then I listened to the live version just over and over. I didn't listen to the studio version until like the evening. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, and Sophia, how about you? I mean, obviously you listened to it first uh, months ago, and then how was it when you when you got it this well, time around? I was more prepared in that it's it was one p.m. our time, and it was going to be on the radio, and Lou mm-hmm. was going to be talking about it on the radio. So I sort of woke up and tried to go about my day a little bit, not very well, because I was sort of <laughs> like, oh my god, it's Louis Day. Um, And then I turned on the radio. I was just sort of sat on my floor. I don't know why. I seem to sit on my bedroom floor a lot. Um, (laughs) And I was expecting it would be him talking for quite a while and then the song, because usually when they have a big artist on the radio, they kind of, they say, oh, listen in at this time. But the, the big reveal is money to listen to the show. But it was like at one minute past one it started well wow which which was um i wasn't quite ready in that moment but it was okay uh and then i i cried for about an hour and a half not i wish i was exaggerating but (laughs) it was just it felt like it was never gonna stop yeah even whilst just listening to him talk about it on the radio just casually i was still just in sort of Um, and then I put it back on repeat after that interview was done and continued to cry. It was, yeah, it, it was cathartic, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't feel so, like, it's emotional to listen to. I've been listening to it a lot today, but it doesn't feel quite as heavy now I've had some time with it. Um, cool. And I can see what Louis means about it being hopeful and empowering too. Mm-hmm. It's just my initial reaction was... I think my initial reaction was also the emotions of the song, but also the relief of it being out and then dealing with what the song then means to me at this time in my life and like all of the different things. Yeah. So it was a lot to take on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's, I, I feel like it has been touching so many people, as you said, like relating it to your own life and like, I know there's trends going on Twitter today called like all of us and it's like people talking about either people they've lost or the people that they love most in the world Um, and I think I've seen just a lot of fans connecting to it on a really deep level Um, and not just fans you know people in the music industry who may have tuned in to listen I know like uh, Rob Sheffield was it tweeting about it and other people I think it's really touching people closely yeah have, have you guys seen that reaction yeah I've, I saw Rob Sheffield talking about it um I think it's nice I, I've seen people who aren't necessarily fans or or people within the industry but just the general public um mm-hmm. listening to it hearing it on the radio and reacting it or to fans family members and things like that that's really cool to see uh people having sort of 
visceral reactions to it, not just sort of like, oh, he's the guy from One Day. Okay, cool. Right. Next. Um, it's been really exciting to see. Yeah, it's one of those songs that that so many people are going to relate to. Um, yeah. So yeah, and Lucia, I think it helped it... like coming out of X Factor as well. Like, yeah, that was something that I was I really enjoyed about the X Factor is going and searching his name every Saturday and Sunday night to see all these people who've never really cared before getting to know him and really like mm-hmm. him. So I think uh, this song makes a lot of sense post that because a lot of people got an idea of who he was and sort of and some kind of emotional attachment to him. You know, my parents who have never cared in all of this time kind of got a sense more you know my mom was like oh he's a really nice guy isn't he as i've been trying to tell you for ages. <laughs> yes yes <laughs> so more is. of my family seemed to have reacted to this song more so yeah. than previously because they have a sense of who he is now yeah nice. especially after to his performance of just hold on in the x factor like being yeah. about his mom and this one sort of being like the follow-up to that i think a lot of people got to know him um i wouldn't say in the u.s but in the uk at least from that yeah yeah um and lucia what about you have you seen like what has your reaction been to like the fandom in louisa um it's just been really nice to see um him get uh the recognition he deserves (laughs) yeah um I think this song is quite different from everything else he's put out. Um, and um, I like everything else he's put out very much. But I think this, like, ki- this ki- song kind of, um, like, is, you know, very impactful for people. Obviously, it's a ballad. Um, so, I, yeah, I saw a lot of positive reactions. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just it's just so nice to be, like involved in a fandom when stuff like this is happening um because there's just like so much camaraderie um and then like seeing someone you love like get like recognition um is a very gratifying feeling i agree um and niall and liam must feel the same way because they've been (laughs) posting about louis song that smooth transition there (laughs) Uh, yeah, Niall posted on Instagram. I saw uh, Niall's Tomo post. Hat. I know. Um, he posted a picture of, like, the the uh, single art and said, Tomo has a new song out and it's stunning. Go get it, people. And then tagged Louie. And then Liam this morning on Instagram, I think it was Instagram stories, said, go give it a listen. God bless you, man, with the praying emoji. Um, no, no word from Zane or Harry, but I'm sure people have contacted him privately (laughs) um and also like there's just been so much promo that i wanted to talk about in terms of like i don't know the spotify billboard in new york city or spotify like electric billboard thing was showing louis song today Um, oh i haven't seen that that makes me so excited it's it's so different because I don't think in the U.S. at least Louis hasn't really gotten any promo and like now he's yeah. with a new like label and things are moving and grooving and I'm excited for him and happy that he's like getting more recognition in that sense as well. Um, so yeah, and Louis also been tweeting all day yesterday and today he's even tweeting I think um, just like thanking people and thanking the fans and just being blown away. I mean the fandom has gone 
over and above with trying to promote this. I've seen people send like care packages to radio stations that are like so professionally done. It's amazing. Like these people should be hired to promote like actual people's work. Like, could you imagine if teams did this? I know they do it in like the beauty, whatever world and like send products but like the music industry like come on send me candy and I will promote your song I mean not me but like if I owned a radio (laughs) show like I don't know it just seems so cool it is really Um, cool like everyone gets really creative around it and that's really exciting maybe labels should take notes they really should I mean it's so well done um but yeah that's that's been really cool just the whole just this whole little era that I feel like we're moving in right now it's been it's been nice with all the content um we also have the lyric video that got put out so I don't know why Lucci and I did not realize that the clip that Louis posted was from the lyric video (laughs) like I didn't make that connection I was like why didn't I realize that that was we were like what is it like what is it well didn't we talk about that being a possibility Oh, really? I didn't, I don't know. I thought we we did. We were like, is this part of a music video or? (laughs) Oh, well, I said, yeah, music video. Yeah. I didn't, I, I, you probably knew because I'm just just totally not connecting it, but uh, I didn't realize it would, could have been a lyric video. I mean, that makes so much sense. Mm. Um, But yeah, I like this lyric video a lot. It was him just writing out all the lyrics on pieces of paper and then like flipping them off the table and also there was it was like stop motion with like cups of coffee and food being like eaten and uh drunken drank drank drunken (laughs) yeah yeah. I thought it was so I don't know it was really cute and like how his handwriting went on a slant the same angle like the entire time Mm -hmm. and there would just be like little scribbles out when he got it wrong I just thought it was really personal um it felt very Louis like in every way yeah I agree. Um, Some people yeah, said was... they can't read his handwriting there, and I feel personally offended as someone <laughs> with his handwriting permanently inked onto my body. I'm like, well, maybe you need to get better at reading. <laughs> what What did he write for you? Or what, uh, I mean, what did uh, you... We Could Be Enough from home. Ah, yes. That's a really good one. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I liked his handwriting. It was Louis Messy Scrawl, but I could it read me- it messy at times but it's not that bad yeah (laughs) um but yeah you guys liked the the lyric video i love it i think it's super cute and like like you said with the cups of coffee and like his hands and you see all his tattoos his messy little handwriting i love Mm -hmm. it it's cute yeah it was really cute um and then it seems like we're getting a music video soon as well um he we knew he was filming at a youth club in Yorkshire uh and then today in an interview he said we went there for the video we had a few different locations we went to a lot of different locations around Leeds Sheffield and Yorkshire um so that will be exciting I don't know when we're going to be getting that I want to know why he said Leeds Sheffield and Yorkshire as if those places aren't in Yorkshire I mean I have no idea about UK geography so these these are all those places that's Yorkshire oh Leeds, huh. Sheffield, Doncaster, Bradford, you know, places around that is Yorkshire. Yeah, okay, but well, I don't know. Maybe I'm he was saying, like, he Leeds, Sheffield, specific. 
Yorkshire in general. Yeah, like, <laughs> like around. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. I'm excited for that. When do you guys think we're going to get that? No idea. Yeah, it, <laughs> it feels like it could all just be at any time. Living on the edge a bit here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon. Um, Don't say the word soon. I'm <laughs> I know. It's vocabulary. like a, it's a bad word now, soon. It doesn't it mean is. anything ever. Um, yeah. We've also, also, as Lucia was talking about, we got the live performance. Um, yeah. This was streamed worldwide on YouTube, uh, which was amazing. And he sang two of us. Uh, fans were invited. He also sang Just Hold On before it went live. Disappointingly, why didn't it also go live? Um, I wonder if they'll post the footage. I'm not sure. I guess it depends on how he felt he did, maybe. Maybe. Um, did you guys watch it as it happened? Yes. I, I scarfed down my dinner and ran upstairs. I was like, bye. <laughs> you got to go. Let me time. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, my family are quite used to that. So. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I watched it too. I was like making lunch in my kitchen and had it on and like my dog wanted to come back inside and I was like trying to gauge if I had enough time to like run to the oh door God. to let, <laughs> let her in and like also not miss anything. Um, but yeah, it was really exciting and it, it happened so quickly. Like the guy came on and was like, Louis Tomlinson. And I was like, oh my God, it's already happening. Like it's going right into the performance. Um, but, One of the first shots was of like someone playing the piano, which is obviously to see someone in his band. And yes. you know, I know his hands very well, and I was still like, "Oh my god, he's playing the piano!" I was like, "No, Sadia, he's not playing the piano." <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. get over it. Was- it. It was because we were like, okay, because people had said he was playing piano, like when they met him and they played this. He played the song. Yeah, I think that was for filming the video. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I'm. Um, I try not to think about it too much because I am actually going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like he could play the piano on some performances because that first part starts up slow. I can yeah. see him like playing piano and then like getting up and standing and like singing with a like standing mic. That would be at cool. some point. I'd Maybe for the first that. one, it's a bit like stressful. Yeah, I, I'm a, I think he probably just wanted to focus on one thing yesterday, yeah. which is fair yeah. enough. Um. So, Lucia, what did you think of his live performance? Uh, um, where do I even start? It was so, so good. Um, when it started, I also saw the hands on the piano, and I was like, oh, my God, is it Louis? But then I was like, no, that's not Louis. But then I was also like, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, like, seeing him when they like he came out and was just like standing at the microphone um i thought he looked so good i love this fluffy hair that he's got going on right now um and like when he started singing i was just like immediately um entranced and i thought he sounded so incredible like his, this is like his best vocals solo vocals by far like not counting time in 1d but like his you know performances alone like at least in my opinion this is like the best vocals um he just sounded so good throughout the whole song and I was so impressed with how he was able to sing so powerfully and like stay on key in such an emotional song um especially because he wasn't like taking the emotion out of it like there was a lot of he had like a lot of you know vocal fry in his in his singing 
Um, but he was still able to like stay sounding so powerful and I was very impressed. Um, it just felt very like serious. I was like, I could tell like you've been working on this and practicing and rehearsing and like, um, I loved the folky vibe of it too with like the low harmonies that his band was singing. It kind of had like Mm -hmm. a Mumford and Sons feel to me. (laughs) Yeah. And the stage setup too with like the carpet. Yes. Like yeah Nile-esque. yeah I loved seeing him with that kind of like live band because the stuff we've got from him before has been like the first two singles um were a little bit more like electronic sounding and then Miss You was a little bit more like punk um but this one was it had a very like live feel I really like the sound of like the live drums too mm-hmm. um and just the harmonies were so beautiful um, yeah, and he just sounded so freaking good. And then there was like this point in the end where he like looked up. Um, I think it was like before he sang the bridge, and that was when I truly lost it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I started crying when he looked up. Yeah, because he's looking to his mom. Um, yeah, because he did that, that when like, he performed "Just Hold On" for the first time. Yeah, it just reminds you like like all this like oh it's a live performance streamed on air but like that type of thing like brings you back to like the meaning of the song mm-hmm. and like I don't know it really gets you mm-hmm. um yeah I agree I thought his voice was so so strong um like especially from like the middle towards the end like it just when it like got louder and more powerful and like I don't know he just he really hit the notes and it sounded so great um I was just so happy and like proud of him it's just sounded amazing especially for a first performance like we look back on you know harry's snl performance where there was definitely growth after that first one but mm-hmm. like louis came out like so strong right away which is amazing um i can't imagine how nerve-wracking it is especially being like streamed live all across the world i know and you have this like one performance and like it has to go well um and it really did yeah, I felt like he was definitely, like, seemed really, like, sure of himself in this performance, mm-hmm. too. And he just seemed really happy, like, afterwards. And in all the interviews he's done, he he just, like, sounds, like, very genuinely, like, happy and, like, just, like, confident and sure of himself and, like, sure of his, like, art. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like that came across in the performance, too, because there wasn't – there didn't seem, like, any, like, wavering of confidence. He just sort of, like, knew – He was just kind of like living in the moment of the song, which is hard to do. (laughs) That was super nice to see like him seeming to have like real confidence in what he was doing um, and hearing that in his voice. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sophia, do you have anything else about the live performance? No, I think everyone kind of hit it all on the head. I personally didn't love the um, the backing vocals as much as everyone else. But mm. I don't know if that's just me being like, everyone be quiet. It's the only <laughs> yeah. moment. Let me just listen to him and him only. I only and want me. Louis' voice. Yeah. I have waited. I mean, I'm the same way a lot of times. Like they were, like they were, they were really nice, like the harmonies. But I suppose I was hoping for it to all come from him because, yeah, I'm like that. Do you feel like you like prefer the la- the studio version because they're still uh, harmonies, but like they're much quieter? I think in, I think they're just very different things. Yeah, like I think to listen to over and over the studio version is pretty much perfect. Like I don't 
have any like hmm, oh I would have liked more of this or less of that or you know some usually when you start examining a song you find things where you love it but you maybe you would want more of one thing or you don't like this lyric if you get really picky about it but having sort of listened to it over and over for the past 24 hours like there's not really anything that I would change about that yeah um so moving on into the actual song discussion for two of us um this song was written by Bryn Christopher Andrew Jackson Duck Blackwell and of course Louis Tomlinson the one and only the one and only yes um and we've heard him say we talked about this a bit last week um that he uh like wasn't sure about doing this song and then um some songwriters brought like the verse in the chorus and he wanted to get involved and he added sort of some like of his personal touches and to make it feel more like it was his um and he's been talking about it in interviews for the past couple days so I'm just gonna kind of read some quotes and we can discuss them or not discuss them um, and then we'll get into like the actual lyrical analysis um now these first couple come from Sophia's interview with him um so yeah, very strange. <laughs> <laughs> yes um the first one is um I kind of shied away from writing that song I didn't really think I was ready to go through that process um, I got into a session and we ended up getting into it and it was going perfect perfectly. It was a much more emotional draining situation in the studio than I was used to, um, but also one of the most fulfilling. Um, I really did want to write this song. I was just intimidated at first because it had to be perfect. There had to be little things in there that were really thought provoking for me. Um, so, yeah, I mean... I guess, uh, Sophia, do you want to start with your response to these quotes and like what you think of what he was saying? I, I'm in a weird moment where I'm like, oh, he said those words to me. Okay. <laughs> um, that, ha- that happens a lot at the moment where I'm like, oh, yeah, right. That, that. was to me. I, I asked that question. <laughs> I heard him say that. Um, I think I, because I had said that I was really surprised that he'd approached this so soon. Um, I think it's really impressive, like I said before, and really brave, particularly as like the big comeback single. You know, if it was the next single, it would still obviously be a huge deal, but like to put so much into like emotionally and personally into something that is the first thing people are hearing after that length of time uh is a big a big move um and it's not something I feel like you hear about on the radio a lot like a lot of what tends to go around is not nearly that like intense and Mm -hmm. sort of specific um so I still feel very like I don't know just I'm just very proud and I might start crying again wow (laughs) Yeah, I think that I think that too because like he could have just put this song on his album and it would still have been a real moment, but he decided to like lead with this song and put all the attention on this song and like having the attention means you know you're going to be asked about it and asked about like his mom and that really personal thing. 
Um, and it's amazing that he felt like he wanted to use this song to like help other people and put himself out there in this way because it is so personal. Yeah. Um, I think especially like if, if it was an album track, that would be there would be a reassurance that most of the people who are going to hear that are fans who understand the situation and respect you and love you. Um, Whereas to put that to just the general public in general, that is huge. And also as a single, you're kind of expected to do your singles live. Whereas if it was an album track and he decided he didn't feel comfortable doing it, that would be not a big deal. Mm. Whereas in it's a single. So he's sort of saying, okay, we're doing this. Yeah, I'm going to perform this for my tour. Like, I'm going to sing this live. It's going to be a moment every show. Like, to take on that emotional weight. I've decided I'm not going to try and be barrier for any of the shows because I don't want to see him him to see me cry. <laughs> really? Oh. It's not happening. I just know that I will, like, I feel like I have this dilemma where he's saying that it's a very empowering song for him to sing. So I don't want to be there, like, bawling my eyes out. But I also can't control that. So I'm going to have to stand back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure you won't be the only one. Um, Lucia, what did you think of this? Um, Of what? (laughs) (laughs) Of the the quotes I just read of Louis talking about like not being ready, but then, you know, getting into the session and being ready. And yeah, I'm very intrigued by this. I'm always very intrigued by the songwriting process and the recording process. Um, So I, um, I, I also was very impressed that he wanted to do a song like this as his comeback single. Um, And um, I'm really interested, like, I always want to know, you know who like who wrote what so I'm really interested like with the other songwriters he worked with um what parts they wrote that resonated with him and then what parts he sort of added in mm-hmm. um himself how that started I'm interested in that because yeah they, they you know they all write together I mean he's he's a pretty open person and it's a big thing in his life so I guess it must have been talked about but if right. he wasn't planning on writing about that yet the fact that they brought that forward I'm assuming with some of his situation in mind, mm. like that, that's really interesting to think about. Or did that they just have this yeah. concept and it happened to fit into his life? Yeah. Or did they write part of it for like with him in mind? I wonder. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm not was, familiar. Wanted... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Caitlin. Um, I was just going to say, I wanted to look up if any of the songwriters had recently lost someone really important. And then, you know, I, feel like that could have come from something like that like where they they were writing about it for themselves and and felt like it fit louis yeah i'm not familiar with any of the um songwriters but i've been looking them up and um i've been listening to a couple songs that bryn christopher has written um and one of them in particular i'm like obsessed with called circles he actually wrote it with zane lowe interestingly enough (laughs) i didn't even know he wrote music (laughs) um but it's like a very like a uh edm type song um but like Mm -hmm. lyrically and like thematically it's quite similar to two of us um oh interesting yeah but i don't i'm not familiar with um andrew jackson or duck blackwell at all Mm -hmm. andrew jackson is a familiar name but i i can't pinpoint why yeah Uh, american (laughs) american president yeah oh 
maybe. <laughs> no, but I feel like in, 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 I feel like in relation to music as well. But I don't. Mm. That might just be me, like assuming, like putting two and yeah. two together as well. Yeah. I have no idea. I only know him as the president. Louis wrote <laughs> <laughs> right with the bre- dead president. Cool. Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, all right, moving on to the next quote. Um, this is when Louis was talking about his mom and like how she would feel um, about the song. He said she would have loved it. She was a fan of ballads. My mom wasn't about feeling sorry for herself. Again, that's what gives me pride and comfort singing the chorus. I f- it feels really liberating. Um, I'm not sure if there's so much to say, just that. I just feel like in that one little snippet, you can really hear their connection. Like, yeah. you can really sort of feel the strength of their bond. And I don't know why exactly that is. He's just talking, you know, about what she likes and what, but it feels very, I don't know. Yeah. Feels weighted somehow. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, and we kind of already touched this. I changed some stuff in the chorus and now it feels personal to me. So we'll sort of try to see that as we go through the lyrics. Um, he also said, it was something I needed to get off my chest. I used to lean on my mom for a lot of things. Anytime I needed advice on something, she would be the first call I made. Um, I don't want people to get caught up in the sadness of it. The song should be hopeful. I'm not at the stage in my grief where I'm going to open the first verse and burst into tears. Um, so yeah, again, him talking about just being so close to his mom. I think he, he was always so open about that, being like a mama's boy and like, always wanting to call her. They talked about, like, calling each other best friends. Um, the boys would always kind of tease about that, but he was always so proud of it. Just like, yep, that's yeah. me. Yeah. Mom's boy. Yeah. Just really beautiful. Um, um, and then just a couple things about his album and tour he's been talking about. Again, we'll get more into this next week. Um, but he was asked what three words describe the album and he said honest, live, and catchy, hopefully. <laughs> that live part always makes me so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, in terms of tour, he said it's got to be, I mean, the, when the album's coming out, he said it's got to be at the end of the year. I suppose fans can learn a bit more about me. It's very honest lyrically and yeah, hopefully everyone likes it. Um, we do. I feel like... I've only heard... <laughs> however many songs he's put out five but we do (laughs) yes we do like it louis um i guess so this gives us a bit more of a time frame so by the end of the year hopefully although he has said that in the past but this time i'm more leaning towards it being true we have more evidence to suggest that this time will be true yeah (laughs) hopefully hopefully um but that's exciting. I mean, I think a lot of people... Were you, Sophia, expecting the album to come out soon after this? Like, we were thinking, oh, this is, like, the single leading up to the album. Um, I think I think it is the single leading up to the album. Or, I think, no, I think there will be one, at least one more after this before the album comes out. Um, yeah. In fact, I'm sure there will be at least one. Um, yeah, I think he said the I next think... single I drop. I think I would ex- I was originally maybe expecting springtime. Um mm-hmm. but I think particularly with having done the X Factor last year, it's maybe complicated because he said at the time that that didn't push the release schedule back. That was a lie. A huge <laughs> lie. Um 
but also even with that you know like the album's not done so that spring wouldn't really work he'd really have to push for it and obviously his time was very much taken up last year with the x factor but also potentially i mean i don't think he will do it again it do- he doesn't sound like he's planning on doing it again um but those talks don't generally happen until like april may because i think psycho focus on britain's got talent now and then once mm. the auditions for that, as I understand it, are over, they go more seriously into talks about who they want for X Factor this year. Um, so unless, like, Louis 100% decided that he's not going to do it again, that is still very much, like, open for a while. Yeah. So I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be October, probably. Maybe September. I'm but happy with it whenever, out. but ideally this year. Yeah. Me too. This year, Louis. That's what I want. Um, <laughs> but I'm happy if it's like, I think I'm happy with it autumn because I'll have more money by then. So when he announces the tour, I'll actually be able to afford it. Unlike right now. That's exactly yeah. how I feel. I saw um, like Niall confirming that he's not going on tour um, this year. Thank you. Um, and then Louis talking about how he's going to like start the process of tour, but probably not going to be touring. And I was like, good because i need to save money <laughs> yeah i just need to earn I some i have none to save currently so <laughs> me too yeah i think that's good i mean i wouldn't expect niall or even harry to tour this year maybe I'm if not harry sure puts about out his harry. album i don't trust him <laughs> do you think he's dropping his album in the spring well, i'm just thinking the met goal is at the beginning of may right yeah yeah um I just, I just, I just don't know. I don't trust that he won't do it. Yeah. Which I know. I, I mean, part he's of been me so is like, quiet. I know when it happens, I'll be really excited and I won't care. But I'm also like, right now, this is Louis' moment, so you better not, or I'm going to whoop your ass. Yeah. Hopefully they've communicated enough to not, like, overshadow each other in that way. Yeah. They have um, to be sensible about it, surely. Yeah. Um, I yeah, feel like I, Harry also exists in his own world, so I don't he know truly does. that I trust him to be that kind and smart. <laughs> um, well, I think I think Harry, I think we'll get a single at least around the Met Gala time. Um, whether he'll drop an album too, who knows? Who knows? But Ooh, also, if he drops an album, medicine, maybe you never know. Yeah, yeah, on the anniversary, which I keep messing up the dates about, but the anniversary. Of what? Of his, of his album. Oh, yeah, that was, like, May... Was it the 7th of May? I want to say the 12th. I think it was oh. the April 7th with Sign of the Times. Oh, yeah, you're right. May 12th. But I, I always switch the numbers and the date, the months, so... It was definitely May, because it, it, it was released the same day as Paramore's album was, and I remember because I was oh, really wow. stressed, because I was like, who do I listen to first? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you... Yeah um yeah so who knows we might get harry's first but i don't know if he'll tour i would want to take a break if i toured one year i'd be like okay i'm gonna not tour the next year but like again his tour ended that like most bands are on tour all the time you know like my favorite band i i see them two or three times on tour throughout the year because that's just how the cycle works but i suppose if you're big you don't have to do that necessarily yeah and also, if he does start touring this year, like if he's if maybe he puts out shows starting in September, does September October a bit into November, 
that means it's already been a year like he has had a year off because yeah. he's his tour finished in the beginning of july harry's did so god that was you know, so he, long ago yeah it's it will have been a year if he starts touring again in august september you know who is your um, favorite band yeah uh they're a band called deaf havana they're british i don't really know how oh, to know describe them. them they're very like honest lyrically i keep telling louis he should listen to them because that would be fun for me there's, there's a deaf havana song that i play a lot actually oh. um what is it called something about white lies little white lies is that their, one of their songs if it's called I'm doubting white my, lies i'm doubting myself because it's like one if i had song. any heart left yes, I'll yes, give it all yes. to, yeah i love oh, that song what a throwback they hate that song <laughs> They do. They're like this is the worst song we've ever. They played it for the first time in like years in December, and they were like, "This is one of the worst songs we've ever written." I hate this song. That's but you hilarious. want it, so here you go. Why do they hate <laughs> it? Um, I don't know. They're very cynical. Mm. They are just they they hate everything after a while. Mm. Seems there are very few songs from before the last album that they care about anymore. Interesting. <laughs> I find well, it all I know about them is from what I see you tweeting. So <laughs> that's how I get to get to learn about all the British bands. Um, all right. So anything else about this before we get into the lyrical analysis? No, I think no. we should probably go into that. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty song analysis of two of us. There is so much to discuss. Um, but as always, let's start with the title, Two of Us. Um, I really love this title. I feel like it already puts you in the mindset of like closeness, um, especially because we knew it was about his mom, kind of as we found out the title. Um, I don't know. It just... When will I, like, everyone I... find out? Like, I can't remember how it happened, like how that was revealed. Um, well, it got leaked. I think it was the leak. And and also some information got leaked around it at oh, that okay. time yeah so it was like the leak happened and also i don't know the two of us had been recently registered yeah before the leak. i remember that i just couldn't remember um, when everyone found out it was about jay i think it was when the leak happened okay that was the first um, yeah that was the first the leak happened and then there was the leak of um the article oh yeah and they talked it it talked about like it being um his mom and yeah. stuff yeah um lucia what do you think of this title i liked this title i immediately thought of the beatles song two of us when i saw it oh which is yeah a song i love a lot i wonder if that has any inspiration yeah I, I feel like probably not maybe that's his mom's favorite song oh i mean maybe you never know it's a good Never song. Um, and how about you, Sophia? Anything about this title? I love it too. It, particularly, I connect it a lot to the lyric, like, um, we'll finish just how we started, um, just me and me and no one else, mm. which is one that stuck with me. I couldn't remember a lot of the the lyrics to the song after uh, after the first day, but like that and one other sort of stuck in my mind a lot. That was yeah. the first lyric I remembered as well. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because the music. Oh, we'll get there. But oh, the music <laughs> in that part I really like. 
Uh, okay. Uh, let's get into the first verse, um, which is, it's been a minute since I called you just to hear the answer phone. Yeah, I know you won't get this, but I'll leave a message so I'm not alone. This morning I woke up still dreaming with memories playing through my head. You'll never know how much I miss you. The day that they took you, I wish it was me instead. And like the song starts with this like cymbal sound. Um, and then you hear the slow piano coming in with Louis's voice. Um, it almost the whole music at the beginning made me think of like someone like stepping on water, like making ripples. Um, yeah. Did you, Lucia, notice anything about the, the music and his voice particularly at the beginning? Yeah, I really like um, whatever piano uh, effect they're using in the beginning. Like you said, it sounds like water rippling. <laughs> That's a good description. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it is very beautiful and echoey. Um, and also, I think they do some kind of echo um, effect on his voice as well. Because um, mm-hmm. throughout the song, his voice has this kind of echoey quality to it um, that I really like a lot and I like that they sort of start it with um the music and instrumentation being quiet so you can really hear his voice stand out mm-hmm. yeah how about you Sophia I think that's interesting what you're saying about like the echoing because I think in particular linking that to the it's been a minute since I called you just to hear the answer phone and I know you won't get this um like he's having a conversation but no one's actually answering the echo sort of makes me think of that yeah yeah and and as you said that I thought of like too when you leave a a phone message like the the quality is different there's something different it doesn't sound like you know it sounds really quite alien a lot of the time yeah yeah like he's talking on the phone as like they made it sound like he was talking on the phone like this maybe this whole song is him leaving a message you know yeah it also um the line about I woke up still dreaming, um, I feel like the echo also lends itself to that, too. Um, there's, like, a dreamlike mm-hmm. quality to the production. Yeah. And now this is – I definitely hear auto-tune on this, and uh, I don't know if you got to that part where we were talking about it in the past couple episodes, Sophia, but we listened to um, Switched on Pop, and they do do a whole episode about auto-tune and how it's used in music, and I definitely hear, like, voice alteration going on on Louis voice here and I think we were saying it kind of like works with like the lyrics and with the song um yeah so I think that's cool to see how it's affecting it of course I also would love to hear like very stripped back version where like you don't hear any of that and you just hear a sort of plain gruff Mm. Louis voice yeah and Um, anyone I was right I was gonna say I think there's just some words that are a little bit like gruffer and you can hear that like yeah clear voice a little bit more I like which I love that combination of kind of those effects that are used for a very feels like a very specific purposeful reason rather than just like let's tune this Mm -hmm. up make it better or whatever um right but mixed with the rawness that I think comes through in his voice naturally you know he has a very Mm -hmm. emotive tone in anything he sings yeah I agree um, Lucia, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say for anyone listening who um, hasn't like listened to that Switch on Pop episode or heard us talking about it, um, they were just talking about how the way that autotune is used in like 
modern times is often um, not to actually get people in tune or to get them on the right key, but it's more just to like it's it's kind of a blanket term to refer to to any kind of like voice um, like production. So like how I was saying mm-hmm. it has like an echoey sound, like that could be like a quote unquote auto tune effect. Um, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they were using it to like get him to sound in key. It just means that they're like adding right. um, like audio effects onto the voice. Yeah. And I thought it worked so well in this song. And I know sometimes I'm like, I don't like it at all. I actually feel like it did work really well in this song. Um, and then, but I also additionally wish we could also get like a really acoustic version that they didn't. Like uh, almost like when like Niall did his live versions. Um, that would be really of- cool to have something like yeah. this yeah so then we just get both because i think the 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 vo- vocal tuning works in a really interesting artistic way on this song um <laughs> but i'd love to why are you laughing because we were just talking about how we don't want harry to ruin louis's time and he just tweeted <laughs> oh he, he tweeted off. <laughs> what are you kidding me Holy did he actually <laughs> yes what is Thank you to all the wonderful alone? women of today, yesterday, and always. Happy International Women's Day, H. <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's like, really, Harry, right in the middle of our recording of Louis' single? How rude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I was like, what if he was dropping a song? That would be way too much. That would be, Could you yeah, I would never speak to him ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I that say that so rude. If, I say that as if we're actually friends, but we are. I know. In some capacity, I'd be so mad at him. I'm like, what do you think you're doing? Oh my god, that was hilarious. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I thought on. you were laughing at me. I was not laughing at you. <laughs> I, was I was like, confused. what am I saying? <laughs> okay. Oh, I need to thank tell you, him Harry. To go away. <laughs> we'll get to you later, Harry. Like, yeah. not your moment. Leave me alone. You can have May, Harry. Leave March and April to Louis, please. Yeah, um, I'll pay attention okay. to him for a moment when when the Met Gala happens. I'll be all excited. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's gonna be a moment. Um. Anywho, yeah, I was just saying that. Like, I think it works so well on this, but I additionally want that raw vocal which i will always crave i always want a good raw vocal yeah but um, you can get listen to the live version like the live stream version. no i know i know but i just you know you want it like studio recorded live mm, version yeah um but yeah oh also i noticed his accent was just so prominent and i really appreciate that i think that goes towards like him keeping like his real self in it and like trying to make it as authentic as possible yes. like saying like yeah instead of you or he the answer phone i don't know i wrote some no i I wrote like how i thought it sounded (laughs) down so just ignore what i was saying there no i really Um, appreciated that too i especially heard it when he said so i'm not alone like his accent is just so mm, pronounced and it makes it really special to him unique to him yeah i i really i love that um yeah he's just so good at getting into that emotion in his voice and like keeping it authentic um in terms of the lyrics um i feel like again he gets right he just digs right into your emotions it's so um like there's such visual imagery going on like calling someone's phone just to hear their voice um and taking it a step further and you know leaving a message i just thought that was so beautiful and really hit home and i think is very uh, real to the experience that people have when they do lose someone 
Um, I personally have been very lucky and have only lost grandparents. Um, but I know like my dad has a recording of like his dad that he like left a message on his phone and he saved that recording and will like go listen to it. Um, yeah. What did you guys think of just, I guess let's start with Sophia about like the lyrics in this first verse. I mean, that first part is the part that stayed with me the most from the very beginning. Um, that I lost someone last year who was very important in my life. So I remember hearing that and being like, oh, okay, that's a normal thing to do because I, I send him like messages all the time just when I need to like mm -hmm. work out what's going on in my head. Um, and that was, I thought at the time that that was a really strange thing that I was doing. Uh, so hearing that was actually really validating for me. And I've had a lot of mm. conversations over the past 24 hours with other people who are saying, oh, that's, you know, I like to, you know, call and hear the voicemail or just send emails or whatever. Um, so I think it's really real and I really appreciate mm -hmm. that. Um, and I think it's strange because there's a kind of weird tension in that idea because on one hand I think it helps you process grief like doing that but I don't know for me personally it also sort of keeps you in denial a bit because it's kind of like mm. I can just pretend um but at the same time well it always feels like the best thing to do so yeah and then the next bit as well the this morning I woke up still dreaming it feels like that that first verse in particular goes through a sort of a particular stage like the mm. way that the song works, there are these different stages of grief because that the the morning I still woke, I woke up still dreaming, it's sort of that beginning time where you dream about them and you wake up and you're kind of still in that. Like it sort of takes you a, member, um, a minute to remember that like the reality is they're not there. Um, mm. That's what it made me think of anyway. Yeah, I like that. I feel like I feel like that's really true about like the stages in this song and how it goes through um, like different moments when you're dealing with grief. Um, Lucia, what did you think of the lyrics? Um, yeah, I really liked these lyrics. Um, I feel like it's interesting because this song is obviously a uh, reflection song. Um, it's like written you know him he's writing in present day about something that happened in the past um but when I listen to it I often think of it as an in the moment song um and like a lot of the lyrics are like you know don't wouldn't wouldn't work with that but that's still just what I think of when I hear it um but yeah I've lost I've had a few major losses um over my lifetime um like my dad being one of the biggest ones um, he died when I was 19 and I never left messages because um, like there was people that were going to be listening to them and I, <laughs> I don't want to weird them out. Um, but I would definitely call a lot. I still have called it sometimes. It's not obviously um, it's like someone else's phone number now. Um, but I definitely relate to that because I think it's something um, it's one of those universal things that like um, I don't know if you would like think about it until you do it. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I think a lot of people have that experience. Um, cause it's a weird yeah. thing with the phone. Cause it's like when you call someone, um, like you're not seeing them in person, 
like you don't know where they are so like I'm talking to you right now but like I don't know where you are (laughs) you could be a hallucination for all I know right um so it's a weird it's a weird like thing um Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I feel like I'm gonna be extremely incoherent throughout this whole thing so I apologize in advance (laughs) that's okay I feel like I feel like that makes it more that makes it more real and more understandable and I think I mean um I mean we've all been crying over this song yeah and you know the episode when Louis's mom passed away I was just crying throughout the entire thing yeah so I feel like it's okay to be really vulnerable and incoherent when we're talking about something like this yeah well it's a funny thing because we were talking uh on the last episode about um like creativity and and like grief and um like for me personally when I'm like feeling really strong emotions that aren't like positive it's hard for me to like be creative it's also hard for me to like think articulately Mm. um but then also the more removed you are then you know the less in touch with your feelings you'll be so I don't know it's a weird balance to try and find where you're like still in your emotions but also able to be articulate I don't know (laughs) yeah well throw articulation out the window (laughs) it's okay um I was going to say that I think, too, as I was saying earlier, but I'm just more getting into this idea that, you know, he's saying he picks he's called his mom's phone and is saying to her, like to the phone, it's been a minute since I called you. Um, I know you won't get this like the message I'm about to leave, um, but I'm going to leave it. And especially when it starts like this morning, I woke up still dreaming. I feel like that's such a basic thing that you tell someone who you live with like the dreams that you had last night Mm -hmm. or something it's just such a familiarity thing like I always tell like my family members my dreams or like if you have a weird one um I feel like that just it's just a very like comforting sort of thing that you talk about and he's talking about it perhaps in the frame of if we're looking at it that way on the phone to his mom you can picture them having Um, that kind of conversation yeah exactly Mm -hmm. exactly um and yeah and then of course the last line um the day they took you I wish it was me instead um I feel like that one it hits me harder knowing that of course from his mom's perspective she would never want that you know she she you know she would never want that and um yeah I don't know I feel like uh, as as the person, you know, left here, you're always wishing that, like, somehow you could have been the one. But um, I don't know. I don't, I'm not making sense anymore. I'm, like, tearing up. Guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, do you guys have anything else about this verse? No, I think that, that line broke me. I think it broke everyone. Yeah. Just... It's something I recognize, the kind, especially the, you'll never know how much I miss you. There's this real aching of not getting to tell the person how important they are. Mm. Um, but I think it's balanced out by the part that follows that. Um, and it's sort of like he can't say, he can't tell her directly what he, like how much he misses her. Um, but he can sort of show her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I found the um I like I like the dreaming part a lot. Um 
this morning. I woke up still dreaming. And I know that, like, again, how I was saying, it's more of a reflection song. Um, when I hear this, I kind of think, like, it's, like, immediately after, like, she passed and he, like, woke up still dreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There have I have, like, a lot of dream, um, like, imagery and stuff around when my dad died because of a lot of the art, art he created was like very much about dreaming. Like he did a lot of um, preparation like for dying <laughs> and cause we had, you know, kind of knew for a while. Um, and he like wrote some music and stuff and there was uh, like general theme of dreams and how much um, like life is a dream and how much dream is life. Um, mm-hmm. so that def- I definitely like connected with that line. Um, yeah, for my own personal reasons. It, I th- feel like it goes to show you that connection that you're making that like once you get at the emotion of it, mm-hmm. people can take from the lyrics and connect with it on their own level right. in their own life, you know, like maybe that's not exactly Louis's experience but it was your experience and because he's portraying this emotion you connect it to that mm-hmm. you know? yeah that's what we were talking about last time a little bit too about how like it's not this like the actual subject matter necessarily but like the emotions behind it um like because yeah. he wrote this like these are really specific lines um like it's been a minute since I called you like this morning I woke up still dreaming like those really specific um mm-hmm. and obviously the you know whoever wrote them wasn't thinking exactly what I'm thinking but I connect with them yeah that the level of the deepness of emotion allows you to to make your own connections and to feel it in the same way he's feeling it. yeah 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 I do wonder about the I wish it was me instead like I want to know who who wrote that mm-hmm. um and like what the sentiment is behind that um yeah i think um especially because the verse and the chorus they're quite long mm-hmm. like a lot of verses and choruses that we've looked at i just can tell because when we do these documents and like look at the actual lyrics mm-hmm. they're a lot shorter yeah um and i wonder if that's because sort of the verse and chorus was brought to louis as he said and then he added lines into it mm-hmm. And, like, maybe tweak some stuff, but also made them longer. Right. Like, I could imagine this verse ending, um, like, on head or, like, you know, having things switched out or just ending on this, I don't know, just different things. Mm -hmm. And so maybe, like, he added in whole lines and it wasn't this long and it wasn't just, like, him changing, swapping out lyrics, but actually adding in whole, like, I don't know, things. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, it is curious. Yeah, because the the sentiment, like how you were saying, like obviously his mom wouldn't have wanted you know him to die while she was still alive. Um, mm-hmm. But I so I wonder is that like an expression of pain? Like I'm just like so you know upset over this that like I wish it was me, or is it or is it there's some other meaning to it? Like I know I think about his siblings and like that feeling of like wishing that um, you know they still had like their mom instead of him or something um yeah it's it's an interesting line to throw in because the rest the entire rest of the song is very much like i'm in a good place this is hopeful like i'm finding the positives like i'm giving support to people um except for this one line which is very Mm -hmm. the opposite so 
Yeah. I like it, though. It kind of adds – it, like, adds that kind of darkness into the song. Because, like, I think sometimes um, – not that I find it cheesy, but, like, you know, it's quite a, like, hopeful, like, positive song. And I like that this line is in there to sort of keep the darkness in. <laughs> keep the darkness no I understand what you're saying I understand what you're saying (laughs) yeah I feel like it adds many dimensions to it yeah 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 all right should we move on to the Mm pre-chorus all right so this is but you once told me don't give up you can do it day by day in diamonds they don't turn to dust or fade away his voice sounds so beautiful on this. Mm-hmm. Um, I said like the auto tune works really well on fade away because it's sort of, it sounds almost like fading away. It makes it sound sort of like wobbly, like something's yeah. fading away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this quote being in here, we've seen it in, in reflected in Louis interviews there. He talked about his mom saying like, don't give up. You just have to do it. Um, like, whether that means like you can do like you can just keep going and get through this time or like don't give up on music don't give up on having a solo career Mm -hmm. um don't give up in general um yeah sorry i forgot to ask you guys about the music and the the voice about this um lucia what did you think about the pre-chorus yeah just like the the sound of it and yeah i liked it a lot so the snippet that was leaked um it started with the day that, the day that they took you i wish it was me instead and then it included mm. um but you once told me don't give up and then it stopped and i remember mm-hmm. when i heard that leaked clip i was like not i wasn't not into the um the melody but the way that the melody and the chords were for like but you once told me don't give up um i felt like it could go somewhere kind of like boring and predictable not boring and predictable but like a little bit (laughs) but then when I heard the real song I was so pleased because the way the melody that he has for you can do it day by day is just so nice um Mm -hmm. so I really enjoy this pre-chorus I just I find the melody uh throughout the whole song I really like it a lot um and obviously his voice I have to go back and listen to that clip yeah. I listen to the to see what it sounded like. I mean, it's just those lines. The day that they took you, I wish it was me instead. Yeah. But you once told me, don't give up. Um, and Sophia, what did you think? I really love it as a transition from that quite like despairing way of some of the first verse into the chorus, which becomes a lot more hopeful. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Vocally, it still feels sad, but it feels like. The kind of picking yourself up sad it's like it hurts but you gotta like it's going somewhere um yeah and it's sad because you know she said that but you know she doesn't get to be around to see it mm-hmm. and i think the diamonds don't turn to dust or fade away that's interesting to me because it's the closest or it's the only metaphor we get really in the whole song yeah. mm-hmm. um and it's a very simple one but I kind of like that. Something Louis said to me was that he's not very good at being clever. Uh, and my initial reaction to that was, what do you mean you're not clever? That's, that's a stupid thing to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? Um, but I think the more I think about that, I think of it as 
him saying he's not interested in being clever. You know, he said, you know, I don't like being clever for the sake of being clever. He's not trying to show off in any sort of, oh, look at the, the fancy things I can say. He's just trying to make the message accessible and saying it like it is. And I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I love how you say, oh, something Louis just said to me. Honestly, <laughs> like... I love saying that. It's my favorite thing to say. Louis said to me. <laughs> <sighs> It'll never um, get old. No, it won't. It won't. Um, yeah, I mean, this line is so beautiful in its simplicity. Um, and I think it has such depth as well. Like, in diamonds, they don't turn to dust or fade away. Diamonds could mean a lot of things. I feel like she could be the diamond and he's sort of saying like she was a diamond she's never gonna fade she's still here like her memory still lives on um but also he's a diamond and no matter what he goes through he just can't let himself fade away and he's here to stay I can almost imagine her saying that line to him yeah I think it's only the don't give up that you can do it day by day that's like officially like quoted mm-hmm. but yeah I feel like that is something that I can hear in her voice like mm-hmm. I agree do what how do we know what the official quotes are because I just took this from a website um I feel like it's in the lyric video or maybe I'm just assuming things oh okay that would make sense yeah it could be either mm-hmm I'm pretty sure, I mean, the don't give up, you can do it day by day is definitely a quote because it comes after the, but you once told me. Um, And I think the way that then I think of and diamonds, they don't turn to dust because of the and, and also the length of the line, that is the, like, the next line and therefore separate, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um... But it, it it like fits very well, yeah. flows really well, and and you can almost hear her saying something like that, yeah. Um, also, fade away had like a subtle echo. Obviously, it's not the same one where it's like repeated. Like later, it's got like it's actually repeated afterwards. But there's just like an echo on this first one, um, that I thought sounded cool. Um, and Lucia, do you have anything about this? Um. Not really. I like the you can do it day by day. It reminds me of Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) An interesting comparison. (laughs) Yeah, I just can't not think of my dad through this whole song. And he was in AA. um, And I went to a lot of meetings with him. And the AA motto is um, one day at a time. Well, there you go. I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's what it is like when you're dealing with something difficult you do have to take things one day at a time and you look at like the vastness of your life and you're like how am I ever going to do this but rather than looking at it like how do I just get through today yeah okay so then moving into the chorus so I will keep you day and night here until the day I die I'll be living one life for the two of us I will be the best of me always keep you next to me. I'll be living one life for the two of us. Even when I'm on my own, I know I won't be alone. Tattooed on my heart are the words of your favorite song. I know you'll be looking down. Swear I'm going to make you proud. I'll be living one life for the two of us. 
Um, and so in the first part, part of the chorus, the music starts off slower, like the verse, mm-hmm. the first verse and pre-chorus. You've got piano and strings. And then um, for when he starts singing, even when I'm on my own, like the drums come in um, and like this, there's like this sort of string sound that twirls up and then there's this pause and then the drums come in. Um, and it feels like that's where like the hope is like surging in in full force. Um, and again, I wondered if the chorus was so long because, you know, Louis was adding in his own lines, particularly the tattooed on my heart one seems like it could be quite personal. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we haven't seen any tattoo um, because we haven't seen Louis without his shirt on in a number of years. But um, yeah, I feel like that one sounded quite personal. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, what did you, Sophia, think of, like, the music and his voice and the chorus and how it all came together? I think, like, his voice definitely has more energy behind it once we get to the chorus. You know, it feels like it's wistful, but it's not sad in the same way, um, which makes me think of how Lou's been saying he feels empowered when he sings it, which I I love so much. Like, that that warms my heart more than anything, genuinely. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the the length of it and the sort of pace of it is what makes it so Louis and makes me think of like a lot of sort of northern 2000s music that Louis said he really likes and is inspired by um Mm. that sort of it the lines in themselves or the phrases within the lines are quite short but it all happens in quite quick succession um and it's very detailed and I think that's really quite hard to get right in songwriting and I think it shows how talented he really is at it because particularly in pop music like not everyone's willing to try being specific because not everyone can pull it off uh, because there's a tension between like the specifics make it more relatable the specifics (laughs) make it more relatable you know it's the details that make that like that make people empathize but equally people are reluctant to do it a lot of the time because details supposedly make it more distant from other people's situation because it's specific to you but I don't know if that makes sense but yeah yeah no that does make sense which is I'm surprised people still feel that way because like you look at Taylor Swift who's one of the most popular pop artists right now and she's so detailed and, and look at literature. I mean, literature is so detailed, even way more than a song yeah. is usually. And yet people, you know, connect so much to books. So I'm, I don't know what it is in, in like sort of the pop industry where the detail is not appreciated in the same way. I think people think there's supposed to be some sort of formula that's like make things generic. Well, they so want that it to be universal, don't they? But actually, I think yeah. the details are what make it universal because if you know, if you haven't dealt with that kind of grief or, you know, you're just hearing it on the radio, you don't know the context necessarily. I feel like those are the things that make it real and therefore that's what makes you empathize. Yeah, I agree. I really agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucia, what did you think of this? Um, I like this chorus a lot. Um, I particularly like the live version of this chorus. Um, personally, I'm a sucker for harmonies and there are harmonies in the studio version, but they're quiet and the version he did live, you can really hear them and it just has such a folksy feel to it. Yeah. Um, 
and I just think it's so beautiful. Um, I think my favorite bit of melody is when he sings tattooed on my heart are the words of your favorite song in the live version he actually changes the melody a bit um he goes like lower on favorite song um I don't know why he does that and I don't know why it hits me so much but it really does (laughs) (laughs) um yeah I think it's really interesting to look at um this song and see how like um like hopeful it is and like him talking about like I'm gonna make you proud and um like I know I won't be alone I think it's very impressive that he's like able to be in this space um especially given how close he was with his mom um because like I that was definitely not me um it's still not really me and it's been like 11 years for me (laughs) um and I was talking with my brother last night about it actually um and I we were just talking about how like um, possibly part of it is because he has so many younger siblings. Um, so he has yeah. like a sense of like, you know, I need to take care of people and be the, be the sort of, you know, role model and like, you know, sort of show my siblings how it's going to be okay. And like, you know, he's not necessarily going to want to put out a song, even if maybe he did feel it. That was just like sadness. Um, cause yeah. of who's going to listen to it. Um, but, and also he's older than I was, but I, I find it very interesting how, it, it, like, impressive and uh, not, I don't want to say inspiring because that's not the right word, but it's like, uh, I don't know what the right word is, but I feel like, wow, I um, can maybe take some pointers from you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I particularly love the line, um i'll be living one life for the two of us i feel like that whole thing just frames the song Mm -hmm. in you understand the closeness of him and his mom Mm -hmm. where it almost feels like you're absorbing the person and they've absorbed Mm -hmm. you and you're like one soul and even though they're gone there's so much you that they're still here in a way Mm -hmm. Um, and as you live your life, you're also living their life and you're living for them and with them and they're always going to be there with you. Mm-hmm. It's I interesting. Feel like knowing, oh, oh. I definitely feel like knowing <laughs> about sort of their relationship that like hits, like the I will be the best of me as well, as well as the living mm-hmm. one life for the two of us. Because like, I feel like Louis' career was a huge part of Jay's life too, like she was so so supportive but also so much of what he does now you know he's continued doing a lot of the charity work that they did together um so very much like carrying on her legacy so it really you know that ties it all together to me like that all really hits yeah because she was his person and he was hers like I feel like their relationship was so close and they were so in each other's lives and and we barely saw even any of it you know like we just could see what was on social media but obviously there was so much more um do either of you have anything else about the course oh yeah lucia you were gonna say something oh yeah i was just gonna say i feel like you can really get in this song the um very specific and separate relationship that louis had with his mom like versus the rest of his family um, mm. I always find that an interesting 
sort of dynamic in families. I think sometimes you have siblings who sort of are like, um, like oh, like mom and dad, and it's kind of like a joint thing. Um, and then you have other siblings where you're, where it's like my mom, my dad. <laughs> mm. um, and I, you know, we obviously we know about his life um so we know you know that his mom was quite young when she had him and that you know his dad wasn't around when he was younger and they had quite a bit of years just the two of them and I feel like you really get that in this song um it's really a song you know just about him and his mom and their sort of separate relationship even though they have a huge family too um which I just I, I, I like that yeah there was like a different closeness yeah that he had with his mom um okay moving into the verse two um i could feel your blood run through me you're written in my dna looking back in every mirror i know you'll be waiting i'll see you again um just reading that i can immediately see like the rhyming is very different it's not he hasn't put in cheesy rhyming and and in some moments it doesn't even really rhyme at all not even quite a slant rhyme um and I feel like that's interesting and especially in that last one I know you'll be waiting I'll see you again I'm so intrigued by that because obviously there's a lot someday could have been there I feel like they left it out on purpose and I'm like what is the purpose like maybe it would be too like I don't know too rhymey sounding maybe I don't know it it makes it feel more conversational too it brings you back to like oh he may be talking to his mom yeah like because he's not trying to fit in that perfect rhyme um yeah yeah and and i like the imagery in this one as well oh the music slows down too and you just sort of have like this drum beating it almost reminded me of a heartbeat and him talking about like the blood running through him and his dna um so i felt like the music mirrored the lyrics really well there um and just the imagery again I could just picture him standing in front of a mirror and looking at himself and seeing his mom and just knowing that she's going to be there inside of him um what else did you think about this Lucia um I like this um my favorite part of it is probably the mirror um looking back in every mirror um yeah I can just sort of picture him looking in the mirror and seeing his mom yeah and how about you Sophia I think for me this part of the song is where his voice gets to me the most um Mm. you know there's no performance whatsoever it's like completely him you know on the words like hold um towards the ending um this is separate but it makes me think of that this part and that ending I'm trying to think Mm -hmm. I'll hold you where my heart is that's what I'm thinking of um like you kind of hear his voice crack almost in places um Mm. which is hard to hear but I think makes it all the more special yeah I loved all the voice cracking bits and like just the like sort of sandpaperness of his voice yeah I I feel like it's so unique to him and it really does convey emotion really well. And I know he knows that. Yeah. So he's like smartly using his, his voice. Um, all right. Moving us along. Um, we have the pre-chorus, 
which is, but you once told me don't give up. You can do it day by day and diamonds, they don't turn to dust or fade away, fade away. So this is different from the other one in that there's the repeated fade away at the end. Um, And the drums also start up sooner here than in and go into the beginning of the next chorus right away as whereas the first pre-chorus and the beginning of the first chorus was a lot slower. Mm -hmm. Um, This one, it just starts off with like that hope and it, I feel like that's it. It's like showing how like the hope is building, you know, even through the choruses because each chorus is different. Um, do you guys have anything different about this pre-chorus? No, I think you kind of said it. I feel yeah good about that. All right, cool. So then we go into the next chorus. Uh, I won't read it all, but same thing. The drums come in earlier and it's louder and more hopeful. Um, how about here? Did you guys notice anything different? I think it builds a lot and again it's where he becomes stronger and I think I felt that in the live performance as well. Yeah I agree he got more powerful here and it felt like he was setting into his comfort zone as well. Um, Then we go into the bridge which is I promised you I'd do this so all of this is all for you. Oh I swear to God you're living through everything I'll ever do. Um, this is where it slows down again and you got, you have the strings, pianos, and there's almost sort of like this humming, ooing sound in the background. Um, and just in terms of the lyrics, you know, the whole, I promise you I'd do this. It's kind of like that, um, I don't know, the self-awareness that he's like writing a song and performing solo and doing this. It's like that breaking of the wall type thing. Um, where he's talking about maybe going solo, but also it could be just like keep going on and living your life and, you know, picking yourself up every day. Um, but also he could be talking about specifically he's doing this song. And I mean, Jay really says, pushed for that, you know. I mean, he's talked about that a lot, That those sort of conversations they had about him not being yeah. sure, you know, him doubting it before Just Hold On was released, him not being sure if he really wanted to do it. Um and Jay just being like, well, you have to. Yeah. This is what you love and this is what you're really good at. Why, why would you walk away from that? Um, yeah. This part makes me particularly emotional, I found. Yeah. Because it feels so Louie. Yeah. It feels like it is coming right from him. And because she's been so supportive and so wanting him to do this. Um, he's saying, you're going to be there with me through everything I do. Yeah. You know, in every step, I'm going to be thinking of you and, and what I make is, is a product of you. And Well, she's a part of all of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lucia, do you have anything about the bridge? No, it's everything you guys said. Um, so then we have the chorus again. And in this one, you can actually hear some acoustic guitar going on. I didn't hear it else in the other choruses, but maybe it was just because I just didn't notice it. Um, but this chorus was like the middle, halfway between like the slow first chorus and sort of like the really loud second chorus. It's um, like in between the two. And there's just this acoustic guitar going along with all the other instruments. Um and then it goes into the pre-chorus again, or post-chorus, they called it, on post-chorus. Genius. 
Yeah, I guess because I don't really know. It's not really anything because it's just going out into the outro. Um, but we have one life for the two of us. I'll be living one life for the two Wasn't of us. Wasn't that where they do the O's? These, yeah, so there's these O's in the background. I can really imagine when I heard that, like the audience doing that part. Yeah. Almost like in um, when Harry sings just a piece of my heart, just a little bit of my heart. Mm. <laughs> I never can remember the title of that one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and the audience like singing the O's. I just imagine this live, mm-hmm. that that bit. Um, what did you guys think of this part, Lucia? Do you have anything else about the O's? Um, again, I really, really loved those live. Um, I thought that was really powerful. Um, and also in the live version, I forgot to write down which line it was. Um. But it's on the last chorus. There's one line where Louis actually drops out and doesn't sing it. Um, yes. And you can just hear um, all of his band singing the harmonies. And I don't know if that was on purpose, if they had planned that, or if it was just that he, like, you know, needed, needed breath. a breath or took a break or, like, you know, forgot the line or just was too emotional to sing it. <laughs> but for whatever whatever the reason was, it worked really well um, just to sort of hear that, like, little chorus behind him of like harmonies um yeah I, I found that really special yeah I feel like that I like that you go you go ahead <laughs> <laughs> okay I feel like that part makes me really excited for tour I mean I'm mm-hmm. really excited for tour permanently but the I can imagine yeah the audience singing along and like that moment where we all get to come together it makes me think of how like sign of the times felt on tour um mm-hmm. and um and for me how fire away felt a lot joe niles tour um a sense of everyone unifying for like a special moment yeah that just that makes me really I totally excited agree. especially because the theme of this song yeah. i think on a love a lot of other songs you know a lot of people will be connected, but maybe there'll be like some people just goofing off. Mm. But this one, it's like, if you know what this song is about, there's a level of respect. Yeah. Um, and it, it does connect everyone. And there's this sort of like, I don't know, humanity to it. That's really real. Um, yeah. And then we go into the outro, which is, We'll end just like we started, just you and me and no one else. I will hold you where my heart is, one life for the two of us. Again, so we don't have that rhyming. It's like not rhymed. I mean, else and us, there's sort of a slant rhyme there, but it's not that close. Mm-hmm. Um, but isn't started and, and is heart is a rhyme? Yeah, started and heart is, yeah. yeah. Um, And then it strips down to, again, at this part, it's just the piano and the violin and I loved the sort of double entendre of end just like we started, where it's reflecting the music at the beginning of the song. So they're ending the song oh, stripped down yeah. and more acoustically with the piano and the strings, yeah. just like the beginning started. Um, but also the other meaning of when he dies, it's like it'll be just him and his mom again. And they'll be, I don't know, it reminded me of that thing where it's like, uh, you come into this world alone and you leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But 
he won't be leaving it alone. He'll be leaving it with his mom because his mom is a part of him. Mm. Um, yeah, so I felt like this double meaning there. Um, and then hold you where my heart is. It just feels like like because he's got the tattoos on his heart and he was talking about blood and I guess like from the heart is the universal thing where you think of like people passing away like heart and love yeah. um but I like how that connected and that sort of imagery flowed throughout the song um and then I noticed in the last line one life for the two of us was sort of louder and more uplifting than the first three lines in this out- outro mm-hmm. um yeah. What did you guys think? I guess you can start with Sophia. I think for me, the will end just like we started is a particularly emotive moment because it's so specifically like that can't be about losing anyone other than a mother, which I think for mm-hmm. most people is probably like the most painful thing you could possibly imagine. Um, but I also, I don't know, it's the part of the song that I I feel most warm when I listen to it, it makes me smile because mm. it just makes me think of how close and special their bond was. Um, same with I Will Hold You Where My Heart Is. There's something about it that I find really comforting. Um, the The idea that he has her always. Yeah. yeah. Lucia, what about you? Um, this is, like, by far my favorite bit of the song, lyrically um, and musically. Um, again, I feel like I've listened to the live version so much, so I kind of know that better than the studio version. Um, but on the ending, at least in the live version, when he says one life for the two of us, um, it ends on, um, not what you would call the, like the home key. So it ends on this kind of like minor note. Um, I haven't found the right key to play it in, but when I've played it on guitar, um, I end with like an A minor and I'm just like in a higher key, but it ends on this note where you kind of want to start it over from the beginning again to like hear yeah, that. Yeah, that's home what key. I was noticing. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. It was that. like, it was different than the first three lines musically. Yeah. Cause you want it like when I play it and again, I'm, I'm playing it in like a higher key. So I don't know if these are the like same exact notes he's using, but um, Earlier in the song, you that you, you end that line on like a C, which is sounds more like resolved. Um, but this mm-hmm. last one ends on like an A minor, which feels unresolved. Mm. Um, so it has that quality where you're like, you want to start it over from the beginning again. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lyrically, um, when I heard this line, I immediately thought it meant like, I mean, obviously we don't know what, what exactly it means, but... Um, I thought it maybe meant that he um, was with her when she died and it was maybe they had a moment of just the two of them. Mm. Um, like, we'll end just like we started. <clears throat> yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even think of it that way. I love that. Yeah. Well, I had a moment like that with my dad when he died. Um, like, me and a couple other people were with him, like, when he actually died. But then I, like, stayed with him after. And it was just, like, me for a while um and that's like Mm -hmm. kind of how I like ended my relationship with him was just the two of us so like that's Mm -hmm. immediately what I thought of when I heard that line um and then I will hold you where my heart is is just so poetic and beautiful um yeah yeah. so definitely my favorite part of the song 
Well, that was a beautiful song discussion. Um, I feel like we really got into lots of different meanings and the emotional side of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, Louis, it, it just shows how Louis really touched so many people with his words. Um, did you guys have a favorite lyric from this, Sophia? Um, I think, honestly, it's I will be the best of me, just because mm. you hear a, a fight in his voice, and I think, I don't know, it just it's one of those moments where I just feel so overwhelmingly proud of, like, who he is and, like, how he works and how he treats people and just, yeah, it gets, that, yeah. that bit gets to me a lot. Yeah. How about you, Lucia? Um, definitely, I will hold you where my heart is. Mm, that is such a beautiful mm-hmm. one. I feel like, I don't know, it's hard for me to choose. I do, I, do, I do like the basic one life for the two of us. I think that's just such a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Um, I feel like I yeah, think it's... of, um, it kind of reminds me of The Lion King. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, which I also associate with my dad, but... Um, mm-hmm. There's like, have either of you seen the musical or heard the music from the Broadway musical of The Lion King? Unfortunately not. I saw it when I was a lot younger. You did. I don't oh my god, the all. music is so so gorgeous. Um, but there's like that bit, you know, in throughout The Lion King where Rafiki's, well, um, talking about you know how, like, his Simba's dad is like in his heart. Oh, um, I can't remember the lines because been a while since i've seen it but i'm sure most people have yeah. seen the lion king and know what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah yeah um well this was a really good discussion i'm excited to keep talking about this song as we find out more about it through interviews and perhaps get more live performances um and i wonder if if we'll get sort of a constant uh amount of content from louis or if it's going to dip down in the summer which i presume would be true given that he has to finish his album yeah um but yeah do you guys have any wrap-up thoughts about this i just love louis tomlinson i just i need <laughs> to say that yes agreed me too yeah um yeah i'm just really happy we have this song and that we're fans of him i was texting with my friend Paige after the song came out because they were texting me about about listening to it and we were just talking about how lucky and grateful we feel that we like get to be fans of his and get this song um yeah I, I feel like often when when I hear um like I'm I'm kind of um like I can be a little bit critical and like have high um expectations and so sometimes mm-hmm. there'll be like little things that I'm like oh I wish this was different like I wish that they had sung this part a little bit better like I wish this was this different um, and with this song and the performance, I was just like, it's literally perfect. Like everything about yeah. it. Um, That's such a good feeling when you can like trust the artist. Yeah. When I watched the performance, you... I almost felt like I was dreaming because I was like, this is exactly what I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, that ends our discussion on two of us, but I'm sure it's going to keep going for the next couple weeks. Let's move on to recommendations. My recommendation today is to, I have two things to recommend. Firstly, Maren Morris's album has come out today and I've only heard the song so far that she had previously released. Um, so I'm excited to listen to that album. Yeah. 
And then additionally, uh, Emily Osment, who played Lily no on Hannah Montana. Yes. <laughs> I like she. Yes, she it has a sort of music alias called Bluebird Two Eyes. You can follow it on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, but she writes sort of like folksy music. And her first single came out called Black Coffee Morning. And it is really beautiful. It's like very singer songwriting folky. She's got a gorgeous voice. Um, and there's like, there's no, like not a lot of people who know about it. There's very few comments. She'll get like 20 <laughs> comments, like 50 comments. I'm like, this is gorgeous. And she'll like respond. So if you were a fan of Hannah Montana or like good music, go check wow. that out. And Maren Morris. Um, yeah. I'm surprised not many people know that she's putting out music, but it's because she's using an alias. So no one has that name recognition. Um, But yeah, highly recommend. That's so cool. Um, And Lucio, what do you recommend today? Um, I guess I have two recommendations too, because I thought of one last minute. But my first one is a (laughs) podcast that I just listened to um, the whole series of um, this week. And it is a true crime podcast about a cult um, called Nexium. It's spelled like... Well, that sounds fun. You've heard of that? No. Oh. <laughs> it, Just saying. It doesn't sound like it's something I want to oh. scare myself with. <laughs> it's spelled N-X-I-V-M. Um, and it's this um, podcast where this this guy uh, has like a friend who got out of this cult and then he sort of investigates it. Um, and they're in trials right now, the people who ran the cult. Um, they're, they were arrested for like sex trafficking and like racketeering and like all oh kinds of God. stuff but the podcast is fascinating and I was hooked and I listened to the whole thing in like two days um so wow. if you're into that kind of thing I would definitely recommend it <laughs> um it's okay it's like creepy but it's not like scary scary um mm-hmm. it's just like mostly shocking um and then my last rep- minute recommendation is to go listen to the bro- uh, Broadway original Broadway cast recording of The Lion King because nice. it's so beautiful especially the woman who sings Rafiki um is like her voice is stunning and she does like she has this way of sounding like emotional that it's she's just like incredible um so i definitely recommend listening to um that album nice yeah particularly my favorite one is probably um he lives in you the reprise of it Mm. and that fits really well with definitely very similar um lyrical vibes and then, Sophia, what do you have to recommend today? I have two recommendations. One is the Netflix show One Day at a Time. If you yes. haven't watched it, you, like, have to. Um, Caitlin recommended that a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, okay. But you have to watch it soon because we need as many people to watch it in this next month or so as possible if we want it renewed. And we need it to be renewed Ooh. because it's an important show that actually talks about great things and is funny and is diverse and is not Riverdale. So please, if you, <laughs> if you like laughing, if you like feminism, if, if you like crying, if you like, I crying, like laughing and feminism. If you just like, you know, if you like anything decent, it's worth a watch. It's I love that program so much. Yeah, and give it a, like give it a couple episodes to get into it because I yeah. think it might take you a bit, but it is yeah. so good. You have to get you want to get to know the characters. That's when it gets really yeah. good. Um. And I will also recommend uh, Def Havana's last album, Rituals. It came out in the summer, but it is still, I still listen to it pretty much every day. And it's, I feel like 
if you're a fan of Louis, you could be a fan of them too. They could tour together. That would be really cool. Mm. I would probably lose my mind, but it would be awesome. <laughs> They're very like honest lyrically. I mean, this album's a bit more metaphorical in some ways than they usually would do, but it's still it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. James, who's their front man, is very um to the point sometimes a bit too much but uh, well because sometimes I'm like whoa chill out but it's it's always fun and like the songs are quite good to dance to and cry to at the same time which I think is pretty impressive I have done it (laughs) wait what style what genre is it um well it's rock music but it's um you know two two guitars one bass Mm. they're drums they used to be keyboards he has just left tragically i don't know what i'm supposed to do um but like i don't know it's poppy in lots of ways Mm -hmm. like the singles in particular have a lot of poppy sounds to them yeah it's it's you know it's guitar driven which is i like i like that combination of pop and rock a lot yeah i feel like that's a good combo um all right well let us know what you guys thought of the show today please share your opinions on two of us because we're going to just keep talking about it and all the promo um yeah thank you for listening to episode 171 of talk direction you can follow us on twitter at talk underscore direction email us at talkdirection at gmail.com go to our tumblr which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our instagram which is just talk direction and you can follow us all individually on Twitter and Instagram, I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Lucia, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lucia O-L-U-C-C-I-A-O-H. And then, Sophia, how about you? Where can people find you if they want to um, hear more? I am only on Twitter because Instagram stresses me out. Um, <laughs> I am at hurricane underscore fee fee is like p-h-i nice and then if you want more content more louis content more harry niall liam zane go check it out at patreon.com slash talk direction um p-a-t-r-e-o-n where you can also support the show and we really appreciate everyone over there who supports us we couldn't do it without you Um, You can also subscribe on iTunes, leave us a review to help more people discover the show. And we're also on SoundCloud and a whole bunch of other apps for podcasts. And thank you so much, Sophia, for coming on the show. It has been a true pleasure. Loved hearing about you meeting Louis and having someone who's so Louis focused on the podcast as well. We've been waiting for this moment to come. I was like, when when do I get to come on the podcast? (laughs) It was always going to be. It was always going to be when Louis because yep. that's my time to shine yeah <laughs> so do i yeah and like honestly we've been talking about this since like january i mean like we've been talking about it since like a year ago or whatever yeah. but like trying to actually line up dates since january and we yeah. just kept being like all right so louis hasn't put it out so clearly this means we're pushing it back and, <laughs> and i was every, trying to every... find out i was like please i need to know but we, yeah. weren't, we didn't get anything for a while <laughs> yep. Um, but it's finally happened. Um, and I'm I'm sure you'll be on again sometime in the future. Um, but it has been really nice having you on. So thank yeah. you for joining thank us. Thank you for having me. I'm Caitlin. I'm Lucia. And I'm Sophia? Yes. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you are. 
thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 172. Bye. Bye.